It's crazy where we at, like, in the world. Like, the smallest thing could get you just canceled, bruh. Or just the biggest thing. Or just anything, bruh. Boys is out here just canceling people left and right. And, you know, today, I got to throw the flag, time on the play, and I just got to get to my next point, bruh. Y'all could have who y'all want. Like, y'all could have Bill Cox because he might have been down bad. Kells, they brought down bad. But Michael Jackson, bruh, stop playing with Mike, bruh. Stop playing with Mike. I don't care even if the evidence showed Lawrence otherwise. Bruh, in the world of Rumble, in my eyes, Mike innocent. Mike ain't do nothing. Mike never did nothing. And they need to stop playing with Mike's name like this, bruh. I can remember growing up, bruh. Gramstar's sister was in college. I was a little boy. Faithfully, religiously, I'll be posted on Sugar Mill up there in that room listening to Michael Jackson on my own. I don't know what Gramstar would be doing, but I vividly remember every weekend damn near listening to this Michael Jackson CD she had with him like a statue on the double disc. Stop playing with Mike. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. This your man Aldo Nice. It's your boy Raj Smooth. One time, one time, before we even get started, man, this podcast is brought to you by CAP, a.k.a. Los, man. Um, you know, like I said, our man's still going through some stuff, man, and uh, so he'll be back with us soon enough, but um, like I said, keep that man in your thoughts and prayers. Um, Rumble, we definitely going to talk a lot about Mike. Normally, he do a good job of kind of giving me something that we wasn't going to talk about. We definitely going to talk about Mike, but I'm not hopping right into it just because, or do you want to? No, nah, we can save it for for a later time. I mean, keep it in mind. Keep rumble in mind, though. I mean, he put it out there. I do remember the CD he talking about. Do you remember? It was called like History, I think. Does History sound right? I know exactly which one. It was like to me the last relevant one. No, I no, I can't go there because I think the next one was relevant too. Which one was it? The one with you give me butterflies inside. Inside, I think that, that that's the same one. No, I think I'm that was called sure. like butterflies, cutting. So no, that's Mariah Carey. <laughs> so you might be right about that. That's Mariah Carey. But okay, so Michael Jackson albums go, um, like solo Michael Jackson's off the wall, living off the wall, live the life off the wall, living off the wall, which is my favorite, um, Thriller. Obviously, 82. I was born ready. Released on the month I was born. You feel me? Um, then he went with Bad and Dangerous. Bad in 87. Dangerous in 91. Wow. He had he was dropping albums every five years. Three to five years. Like, he like it's an event. Um, History was the one that we talking about, I think. That was 1995. History, Past, mm-hmm. Present, and Future, Book One. And then the only other one was called Invincible. Invincible. And the singles were You Rock My You Rock My World. You know what you do? <laughs> and then uh and then Cry. I don't Cry. I don't know exactly how that one went. And then You Give Me Butterfly. <laughs> inside. Inside. What's what what album was the one he had the video? It had to be Invincible. Um 
It might have been you. With Magic Johnson? No, no, no. I'm talking about the song with him and um, with Chris Tucker on the video. Was that you, Rock My World? I think so. Okay. When they were like in Hawaii, I mean in like China fighting some people. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe so. I'm saying yes, like I know, but I really don't. I'm pretty sure Dangerous is the album that you're talking about with the um with the with the with the track with Magic Johnson. I'm I could be wrong. Do yeah, it was. It was number five. Do you remember the time? Fell in love. You remember the time that we first met, girl. That one. But he also had um, black, black or white, heal the world. That was all on that one. God, Mike. Hold on, hits. hold on. No, I'm looking at this history. I'm looking at the one with the statue, and the I statue guess I daddy. didn't realize this. The statue, daddy. I didn't realize that. That's a that's a greatest hits album. Yeah, yeah. I I knew it was some kind of anthology thing. Yeah, it had. That's. I but I feel like he had slid some other little songs in there, but maybe not. It might mm-hmm. just all be because look, scream on the second one. This too. Scream was on that thing. Stop fucking with me makes me wanna scream. I don't wanna say nah. that they don't really care about us. I mean, I'm just assuming those things weren't on other Michael Jackson albums. They might have been. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I do not know. I just know. Um, I. You know what? I feel bad. But let me hold tell up, you how I hold feel up. Hold up. Hold up. This. Can I, real quick. Disc one is called History Begins, Greatest Hits, History Volume One. And then disc two was called History Continues. So I'm I'm thinking everything else on disc two was new stuff. Brand Nubian. That's that's a live concept. Another day is gone. I'm still all alone. Yeah, that's that's brand new. That was brand new, no doubt. <laughs> you know who wrote that? You know who wrote that song? You are not alone? Yes. The Aura. Who? The Aura. Aura Kelly. Them boys was probably doing major perving behind the scenes. And then how about it? You are not alone in having a documentary that's going to fuck your reputation up. I'm guessing that's what the song was about. Yeah. Because I'm going to have one too. Yeah. (laughs) It's very possible. I I don't like the fact that you're... and And that's the album that Rumble remembers. The one where R. Kelly got writing credits on, and both them boys out there super super bad. So, I mean, it is what it is, man. No, I'm okay. We, we're there, man. Michael Jackson, we're there. Greatest, um, uh, the king of pop. I mean, I remember we had like a um, I had a Michael Jackson action figure. I'm not gonna call it a doll. I had an action figure as a kid with the microphone. He had the little two, the little blue and the red jacket. They was Velcro daddies. You could change them up. Ken so Barbie. you was you was you was one dance contest away from leaving Neverland. Alfonso Ribeiro, man, I was I was him. I was um, my little child doppelganger. I was Jesse um, Hall off of the Mighty Ducks. You know all them boys. Yeah, I was, but I didn't. I wasn't really a big. I didn't have the Michael Jackson dance steps down. I wasn't. My parents wasn't going for all that shit. Mine, mine wasn't either. I did a I mean hammer. I did a mean hammer in like nine circa eighty nine ninety, but um, yeah, I wasn't. Nah, I'm not. That, no, no curl. No one glove. Maybe one glove. Maybe one glove. We. I never Michael did Jackson. any gloves. Gloves were to keep my hands warm. I never did 
motorcycle gloves or glitter gloves or anything like that. That was, I never, I don't know, like it wasn't, I never saw that as cool. And I didn't even know where you would get. The only time I ever saw sequins was in the latest department at uh, at Dillard's. At Hancock's. Oh, I thought you were And then I go to Hancock Fabrics or, um, or what was the other one? Uh, oh, no, I go to Walmart, America. the Walmart fabric section. The Walmart, but I didn't go to Walmart fabric section. I was always in the game section. Like when gotcha. I go to Walmart, I could roam. But I had no choice but whenever I go to um, Michael's Gifts and Fabrics, <laughs> you know, other than to just look at the sequin. You know? Yeah. I can, I, I can, it's a very, it's a very common thread amongst, um, amongst people our age from where we're from. Um, but I was about to say from people our age, I, the fact that I'm a couple of years older than you leads it to be like, yeah, I think Michael Jackson was a little bit bigger deal. And the fact that my sisters <clears throat> were both older than me. So Michael Jackson was, yeah, that big of a deal. One of my sisters was born when, um, off the wall came out. I was born when Thriller came out. So Michael Jackson was very relevant. I remember putting on like the vinyl disc. And being scared of the song Thriller. Because it was a whole bunch of... And the body you know, you know coming up and eating you from out the dead. Shit like that. It was such a long, it was such a long video that I'm, I'm being 100% with you right now. That I didn't know that Thriller was a song at Not one point a movie, in time yeah. in my life. I thought it was like a little show. Like, oh damn, I saw this one already. Well, I feel like that. I didn't know Moonwalker actually had a song either. But I think that was a movie. Hmm. I know it was a video game. I didn't know he said your butt is mine until probably my twenties. <laughs> In the beginning of bad. Hey, he did a lot of I mean, cool. I think if you go look at the bad video, Wesley Snipes and the dude off of New York Undercover, Torres was both in that thing. Like he had everybody in his videos. I mean, we we I think we're saying that without saying. That. I mean, your boy had Magic Johnson, Eddie Murphy. Chris Tucker, um, like we just Michael named, Jordan, you know, just anybody who he wanted is going to be in a Michael Jackson video. And that kind of, that kind of leads to, um, you know, that Michael Jackson is the greatest to ever do it. Right. You know, whenever you said he, he has a title of the King of pop. Yeah. I think that that man should be the King of music period. I mean, like, well, they, that's cause I, I think that's a racial thing. I think, the difference is Elvis was already the king. So I don't think they're going to be like, well, now it's Michael Jackson's the king. They had to say, no, he's the king of um, colored kings. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's the colored king. So we're going to name. He's Yes, we're playing chess. Elvis is the king, but you're the black king. You know what I mean? It's like you can be a king, but you can't be the king. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of kings, right? There's T.I. There's the king of the south. There's um, Jaquise, the Mar king of R&B. Martin Luther. There's Martin Luther, the king. king. Um, there's LeBron James, the king. Uh, king James. I mean, there's a lot of kings in, um, in, in popular culture and stuff. The, the freestyle king. Lil Flip. And I think these all, all these people can be in the same breath. So I know a lot of times when we're talking about Michael Jackson... All of a sudden, your 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 brain goes to Lil Flip and Jackies. I mean, like, why wouldn't you, right? Um, but yeah, Michael Jackson's the king of of all things, right? So the thing about this, um, and I guess we gotta we, we're going there. Leaving Neverland, the documentary came on HBO. Raj, you said you have not watched Leaving Neverland. Um, I, I watched it in its entirety. Okay, 
I was completely torn on if I wanted to watch it um, because I have the same sentiment that a lot of people had. Starting with that man dead. Like, what's the point of it right now? Like, what is the point of putting out this document? Yeah, right? It goes along kind of like for the last few months. You remember last year? And it's weird, right? How last year felt like we talked about Me Too every episode of the podcast. It was like, okay, let's talk about Russell Simmons. Okay, let's talk about Harvey Weinstein. Okay, let's talk about um, they're accusing Aziz Ansari. Oh, okay, they're talking about um, James Franco. Oh, okay, it's Kevin Spacey. Oh, like... And every week it was almost like, well, in Me Too news, mm-hmm. um, I feel like 2018 is kind of getting off to that start. And we've kind of been foreshadowing that over the last few weeks, that it is a lot of conversation about let's dredge up the past of someone and make it into compelling TV where people are going to watch it. Um, and we, we've talked about this. I, I hate to repeat myself a bunch, but we talked about how. You know, OJ is good TV. Versace is good TV. It's like, it's things that happen that kind of maybe people got away with or people think people that just in the recent future, I mean, the recent past, and now let's put all of the the, the story together and put it in some entertaining form and you're going to want to watch it. So we were speculating I, a few weeks ago about who was going to be next. Yeah, and, and we found out. Um, I I just don't understand. What's, what's so crazy to me is what is court... What is court for? What do people go? I don't understand. Like, why do people go to court? The legal system, huh? This should be leaving Neverland. Should be the court. What whatever happened in court when that man was alive? Because I just you, you know I'm I'm going back and I'm so sorry that I, I'm so sorry that I'm gonna say this, but I think the most monumental quote that I ever seen came from my favorite philosopher. It said. I don't, I'm torn between, is this, you know, can you believe everything you see on TV or the facts or the facts are all there? Like right. I'm torn between those two things. Here's yeah. my favorite philosopher. A, wise, podcast, oh, a, very, about Aldo nice. <laughs> a very wise man said that. <laughs> a very, very wise man. Um, anyway, and I'm the same way. And I take a, I'm like, damn, that shit is brutal. Like, wow. But I don't know that dude. I don't know who that is. I never seen the video of that man doing nothing to Michael Jackson doing nothing to you. Maybe, maybe they showed that on the video and I didn't see it. But with the parts that I did see, I'm like, what if this just is somebody that what if that what if that's just some random dude that they paid to say this shit? You know what I mean? Like what if what if they just making a movie for me? Like there's no real there's there's no real Superman or Batman. That's just some they just put that on TV for me to be like, oh damn, I like watching that. Well, they, I, what if they just putting that on TV to say I like watching that? And then on the flip side, what if it's true and I'm like supporting it? You know what I mean? I'm like saying it's like what if they're doing that? But I'm really like yeah, you, demeaning acting, that man's experiences. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm acting like Rumble, where I'm just like man, fuck that. It don't matter. Michael Jackson makes fire music, so he can get away with anything. Yeah, <sighs> you know, it's it's so it's it's a lot. Um, I'll say this about the documentary while, while kind of, re- um, referencing what you just said, that shit was way too fucking graphic. Like even the R. Kelly documentary, the chick was like, 
crying like what went on in that all blacked out room with the black curtains with the black bed sheet i just i i can't talk about like i'm just i like i it's too painful to even bring it up mm-hmm. man it, if y'all haven't watched the michael jackson documentary hey if you squeamish hit the little fast forward button and go about two clicks because for the next 20 seconds michael jackson in there telling the little boys go to the end of the bed and open up their booty cheeks so he could jack off from the other side of the bed and look at him. Three different little boys who didn't know each other all said the same story. They also said how he would like try to lure them into the into that into the that punching that clown game, into that beat the wood game, into the choking the chicken game. Like he'd be like, it, it'll feel really good. Just 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 watch me touch myself and you do the same. And then he'd grab a dick. Like when people do shit, there's always a I feel like a pattern of kind of how, like when you talk to chicks, Roger, like it would be like, you're going to have kind of your same little MO. The way you approach a situation is going to be the same. I bet if if you went back and talked to four or five of your old girlfriends, they would be like, oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of how Roger roll. That's the kind of things he'll do. That's what he'll they say. They know my moves. They know your moves. They know what time is coming. Okay. A minute in, flip over. You know, like I, right. I get it. I get where you're going. He going to grab my hand and he going to put it in his pants. That's what the boys were saying, Mike. Well, they said Mike was sticking his hand in their pants. And but let then, me ask you a question. I'm listening. I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to support my first point. How do I know that the boys don't know each other? Because they say okay. they didn't know each other? Fair enough. Is that enough? Well, what 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 I took away from it which was kind of like damning things for me was just kind of I was watching the guys when they were saying the stories, not the one, not the stories they were telling as adults, which was bad enough and their family kind of reacting to them saying it. But like the old footage of like kids doing depositions who were telling the same kind of stories that these guys were telling years later, like they had like some flashbacks of some other kids from those original trials being like, yeah. And then the dude basically saying, well, the reason I went testify is because I love Mike because he had been Mike Michael Jackson been eating my booty since I was eleven, and make no mm. mistake, Michael Jackson was eating that booty like spread them cheeks, and let me stick my tongue in. Now, my thing is, it's a grown man saying it, so I was laughing like, "What the hell? Why are you so graphic and telling everybody that that's what was happening?" And he's like, "Man, yeah, we were smashing upstairs in Neverland Ranch." We were smashing in this bedroom, that bedroom. We were smashing on a little train by the little teepees. We were smashing in hotel rooms. We were smashing wherever and whenever. And I'm like 10, and Michael smashing me everywhere. Uh, not even smashing, he was saying. He would say they didn't really even smash like that. He was like, it'd just be kind of they dome each other and and lay around and giggle and shit like that. Um, But the kids, when the kids said it, it... it it stuck out more to me, like, damn, like that sounds like that sounds like a little child, and I feel like I believe those kids. Like, why would they come mm-hmm. up with these stories? Um, and so I don't. So let me. Okay, no, stop that. Fuck that. Howard Stern said this before, Raj. If Michael Jackson is, because the narrative his whole all the time was always like, oh well, Michael Jackson never had a childhood, so you know he just loves being around kids and and having chimpanzees and shit. Why he didn't ever have no little girls then? I'll wait. I can't answer that. 
But I, I just, I, what I want to say is, is what makes it believable to me is I did a little bit of self-reflection mm-hmm. and I was thinking about my childhood idols um, and I'm being, I'm being completely candid. I'm thinking, let's say Michael Jordan probably was the biggest name of my era. I mean, outside of Michael Jackson, but anyway, Michael Jordan, because I really like sports. I'm eight years old and, you know, hey, you hit this three-pointer and you meet Michael Jordan. I meet Michael Jordan and man, I take a liking to me and I'm feel, I feel like Michael Jordan is my best friend because at that time I can feel like an adult is my best friend. My mama was my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is my best friend. Like he hitting me up, calling me, checking on me. And he said, man, come through, come to a basketball game. I go to bed, watch him play. And then he like, yeah, come over. And I, I'm, you know, let's just assume that my parents would let me go to Michael Jordan's house. Which is a big caveat. What's that? That's that. That's a huge part of it. Let's assume right. That's bl- a big part. Let's of assume your black children, parents. your black parents, are gonna let you go stay to some at man Michael house. Jordan's house. Yeah. Right. And I go there, and I'm eight. Let's say I'm eight years old. I don't know shit. And that man whip that wood out. And that man tell me to whip my wood out. I'm I'm saying I'm thinking as an eight year old. I might. That's my that's Michael Jordan. I, this is what's supposed to be the right thing. That man, Michael Jordan, that man, I'm whipping that wood out. And and I'm probably going to eventually feel comfortable about his wood being out too. You know what I mean? And then, and then the rest the rest is history. The rest so goes I can from there. So I can see a situation where these kids are idolizing Michael, Michael Jackson. And they finally get to meet their idol. Like this dude is larger than life. Yeah. The best of them. And then that's what happened. The king. Um... It's almost like a paternal thing, right? It's almost like, and, and the way you're saying that is, it's a very weird thing, but it's almost like, let's say when you were six, you know, five, six, seven years old, if you walk in the bathroom and you see your dad pee in a certain way and he like, yeah, hold, 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 hold it like this to pee. You'll do exactly what your dad says because you feel like that's my daddy. You know what I mean? Like that man not going to steal me wrong. And as a little kid, your idol, you might feel the same way. I get that. You might look at Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, or Michael Jackson, and be like, "Yeah, that man." Because if my daddy would have said anything other than "close that damn door," I might be traumatized. Because hold it like this. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. That's borderline Michael Jackson. Did that happen? Hold to it you? like this. Hold I don't it know. Like I don't like, know. Or if your dad said, "Don't pull your don't pull your boy, come here. Why are you dropping your drawers all the way to the floor to take a pee?" <laughs> just pull your wood out and he show you how to do it because I'm just saying there are lessons that your father can tell you that you would probably walk away from it and not feel strange about it you know in that I'm way sure okay um, I, I, I agree with you I'm pitching a new movie for you now how about we redo um, Bow Wow and Maurice Chestnut Maurice Chestnut I'm sorry like Mike but Instead, Morris Chestnut just started like pulling that wood out and jacking off with that man. I mean, what that, do we think? That man still got the shoes. I mean, <laughs> you know, are we worried about how many points he's scoring? Always going feel like, behind closed doors. I feel like Calvin Cambridge's parents. Oh no, he's an orphan. That's why he got to go sleep to um to Morris Chestnut house all the time, right? Mm, yeah, it's got to have something to do with it. Um. So yeah, we can see how it can happen. You think it's wrong to go after him because he's dead? Do I think? Um, 
yeah, to I make this documentary. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really with the whole, like that man went to court. I don't need him to go to court. And then these other dudes come out with a, with a, um, you know, a documentary. I don't need that. Like, I don't, I really don't. Like if you went to court and he beat the charge, then that's it. Like it should be slanderous. Like it should be, you, you can be sued for talking about this shit, this shit after that man done already done got acquitted of all his charges. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I feel is wrong about it. Like if if we gonna do the legal thing, he went to he went to court, came out clean, and that's it. Anything yeah. else, you get sued. You're not supposed to be doing that. I can go with I that. I shouldn't day. have to worry about that. The timing is convenient. They said that there's other things that maybe the dude came out, but from watching it, like it seemed like the dude is successful. Like very successful. That he wouldn't be in it just for the one of those dudes at least for the bread, like he was in sync's choreographer and choreographer and 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 Britney Spears and I mean I know that money might have dried up from like two thousand one and ninety eight and shit like that but I would I think you would like he had Cirque du Soleil shows like no nah, I don't think he broke I don't think he down bad and just need the money I think that but man no just, I, and go ahead the thing about it was is if he was if he was if he'd never met Michael Jordan in his life, these things probably wouldn't have came to. I'm Let's not sure play Michael, Michael Jordan Michael, like that again. Michael Jackson, excuse mm-hmm. me. Tyson Jordan, game six. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jackson, um, you know, I guess it was, I mean, once that man get get to the point where he realized that this shit is wrong, he probably like, it was a mic. Like, I let you do all of this shit all, you know, my life. I need you to put put me on. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what it would be with me, you know, like, hey, like, I need you to put a nigga on. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need a, a, a position somewhere. So, I, you know, whatever, that's wrong. It's still wrong, but damn, you know, I just, I just don't, I, I, yes, I do think it's wrong for them to do that to him after he's, uh, after he's gone, dead and gone. Cause I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent sure that I believe all of that. I don't know. I don't have a... I don't have a real position on that. I, I don't I don't really have a position on that. Um because I I would like to say that you never know how you would act if something like that happens to you. So you never know how how repressed that feeling may be and when you might feel comfortable talking about it. So I can't I don't know. I can't maybe the dudes never felt comfortable talking about it with Michael Jackson still alive cuz they felt like they would hurt him and he'd go to jail. But once he like they was like, okay, I'm grown, and he did. Like, maybe it eat him up every day inside, like to, you know, to think about that shit. And they gotta come out and say something. So it's possible too. I mean, I'm just kind of like, this is, it's one of those things. Like OJ killed those people, like R. Kelly smashed little girls, and I. And it's funny that these things are happening on the heels of each other. Michael Jackson be, is a is like a pervy dude who be like and we've we've rationalized it for years and said oh no he's just weird he's just a strange type of person he's different but no man he's sleeping with boys in his bed for three hundred sixty five days a year like parents was letting kids go stay with Michael Jackson for a year straight and that brings me to another thing that I want to discuss Michael Jackson had the type of money that corrupts you know what I mean he like bought the Beatles albums like their their um their masters and shit like michael jackson did you see neverland ranch that dude yeah that was that was unbelievable like that's pablo escobar money man michael jackson has the type of money that corrupts 
And in comparison to like R. Kelly and what all those things we said about how R. Kelly looks at, um, he would look for the right type of people and he would prey on like little black girls or, or people from lower socioeconomic status and be like, man, look, tell your parents, shut up. Your daughter already 17. She's going to leave with me next year anyway. Man, and then maybe pay them off for extra $2,000. You know what I'm saying? $20,000, $15,000 to pay off some people and shut them up. Michael Jackson had the kind of money that corrupts. Like, I'm going to take your whole family and put them in a different position. I'm going to reposition your mama to have a job and to be famous and to be hanging out with, you know what I mean, Chuck Norris and shit. And then y'all going to have that dodo and y'all going to be able, like, you don't have to pay for nothing, nowhere, anything. And I'm saying it like that, but he got the type of money to corrupt white people. Let me give you this example, Raj. Have you ever, like, have you heard people say this before? Like, athletes. How um, a white dad might be like, or a white mom and dad, a white family, will be like, no, hell no, my daughter's better not bring a black man home. Maybe I won't ever say it. I'll think it. But, you know what I mean? Like, they'll think it. I don't, mm-hmm. my daughter shouldn't be with a black man. Right. But if she brought home Tiger Woods, but if she brought home just a professional athlete in general, it's mm-hmm. okay. I mean, that's a phenomenon, right? Right. Um, it's a I thing. think it's, the, go ahead. I know it's a thing. I, I, uh, it's something, yeah, definitely a thing. You bring so home th- Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. I, I think it's the same concept there that it's like, no, I wouldn't let my daughter go fuck like these same people who was letting their sons go sleep with michael jackson wouldn't probably let their sons go by r kelly by r kelly so i 100 i was just thinking it yeah you can go by you can go to michael jackson's house because he's the king of pop mm-hmm. you know he makes music for us to dance to he doesn't you know he's not r kelly where he makes music for them to dance to and i think no matter yeah. how much my little boy likes it Okay, so do you think money has anything to, I mean, something to do with that or no? Not really. Like Absolutely. Like if R. Kelly made no, his same it, think, music but had money, like, would they have uh, rationalized it? Oh, no, he made I Believe I, don't I Can think Fly. So. No, I do not think so at all. I think um, I think the child, the childlike kind of person, childlike person that Michael Jackson was, he seemed like a really good dude. He had... Ch- a chimpanzee or a monkey named Bubbles. You know what I mean? And he was like, he had like a soft voice and he made, he made, he didn't really like curse in his music or nothing and talk about crazy stuff. You know, like it was all relatable. Like a lot of his music was relatable. I don't, I don't, I think that that played a big part in it more so. No, of course the money got in there. I think, yes, the money has to do with it. But we're talking about two different genres of music, of course, mm-hmm. like kind of two different, two different people. Yeah, R. Kelly. I mean, dude was wearing Michael Jackson wore. R. Kelly would wear, you know, kind of like baggy clothes. Like I'm wearing like Fubu. Yeah. When Michael Jackson wore costumes his entire career, like the media. I don't know if I ever seen Michael Michael Jackson in a um <laughs> in like a t shirt, a, a white tee, and some regular jeans and some Jordans. Gotcha. Maybe I maybe I did see that once or twice, but that'd be funny though. It was still a weird t shirt. <laughs> It would have, it would definitely have that little armband on the shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, it would have something weird, or like it would be like very low cut down to the belly button, something like that. <laughs> More the reason why you shouldn't be leaving your kids with it, man. I, 
I don't know, man. Have you seen the whole? Um, because my social media has been up and down with the black rebuttal. If BET put out a documentary on Harvey Weinstein or Kevin Spacey, what you think would happen? Like that, the white media is putting out these things to tarnish the legacy of black men. What do you think? Well, let me tell you what I think. Let me tell you what I think would happen. I think it would be extremely low budget. Um, so that's one thing that I that's I guess that's really my only thought that it would be laughable. I don't think that we do a good job of putting together a Harvey Weinstein. Um, you know, documentary. It would have to be somebody that that has enough clout and enough enough um, clout. Let's just call it that. You know, like like courage. Because I'm coming. If I'm if I'm a Jackson, if I'm Tito or Janet, I am suing you for slandering my brother's name. HBO don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think Lifetime Lifetime putting out R. Kelly really don't give a fuck. Well, I think HBO if puts it, out that because because of the Lifetime R. Kelly, the success of that. Oh, no, I, I think so. But I don't think that Lifetime could put out a Michael Jackson one. I think they're not big enough to put out a Michael Jackson. It had to be HBO. Hmm. It couldn't be anybody else. Hmm. HBO, I mean, BET does New Edition and Bobby Brown. And that's about as big as it's going to get. That's that's what I think. I don't think that we do Harvey Weinstein. It's just, I'm sorry, we're just not there. Well, honestly, my response is Harvey Weinstein had a big documentary, and it's on PBS. It's on Frontline. Like I watched that one. It was called um, it's like something. I can't remember what it was, what what it is, but it was just Harvey Wein. It was called Weinstein, I think. And it's just it wasn't, he was talking about it wasn't, all his. Let's have a glass of Weinstein or nothing like that on HBO. <laughs> like it wasn't highly publicized like these other ones are. I wish it would have came out after them boys stuff. Well, they said that he actually um, created, like, he does have a line of wine. I'm reading right now. And he's actually behind Steen Syrup. Syrup. I knew you was going. <laughs> so, and he actually has a little mix that you can go get. It's called Weinstein. And um, it's good for pancakes and after dinner. If so. He actually has children from the age uh, of um, thir- 13 to... 15, 17, and they're called the Wines Teens. So I don't know the if you know that as teens. well. <laughs> the Wines Teens. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, he, he actually had another son who was, you know, he used to, he's like kind of a little girly boy. And he used to, they used to call him um, Weinstein because he used to wine. He used to wine so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> only when he was a teen. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think those things are just, I don't know. I there's There is a part of me who can buy into that, who can say, man, yes, stop tearing down a legacy of black people from OJ to Michael Jackson to R. Kelly, to any time they got a documentary coming out, it's about one of them, and it's never like, let's do the Charlton Heston is a fucking racist documentary. But I mean, somebody does those things. Those things do come out. Like, it's just not, you know, as seething and the criminal behavior is not just out there. But you know, maybe that's, you know, maybe it's money too. Like maybe, like you, if you got enough money, you can stop stuff like that from coming out. If Michael Jackson well, was alive, actually, he probably could have stopped that shit from coming out. I just think I think that um, in the music, in the entertainment industry, I think black people are a little bit more polarizing mm. than white people are, especially in this day and age. 
Um, that's not, I'm not saying anything. I don't think I'm saying anything bad. I just think I'm think I'm really thinking about if Bryce, if we found out that Bryce Harper was raping little boys at the same time, we found, found out that LeBron James was raping little boys. You know what I mean? Like, I think nobody, I mean, of course, I think that there would be something to say for the Bryce Harper one, but people would be watching the LeBron James one. Well, if but it was, that's, but you can't. Don't compare it. That, that's not apples to apples. That'd be like Bryce Harper. No, because yeah, Bryce Harper is the best player in a in a sport that's not that's not as popular. So you would have to. So if it was take, Peyton Manning, I, 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 if it was yeah, Peyton yeah, Manning, yeah, or LeBron James, then maybe we talk. Or LeBron James. Now we talking. I think but it's LeBron, LeBron is, but LeBron is the number one athlete. I think it would be like Peyton Manning or Kevin Durant. I think that's like the same level of famous. Okay. Okay. Well, now we're splitting hairs. I don't. I know, but we, I think it makes a difference. That no, no, but I, I think the difference is LeBron James is the most like famous person on earth. So if it was Tom Brady or LeBron James, is that better? It gets closer. Definitely gets closer. But I, you, yes, we are splitting hairs there. But I think I think they would equally have. I mean, LeBron James is just a bigger star than them, so that's my. My point, I, I would like for the race to be kind of the only factor and not the star power because I feel like LeBron's star power is going to be more than anybody in like in that, you know, if we're comparing the two. But sure. I just I don't I don't know, man. I I, I don't see any I don't see any race. I, I don't personally see any like race factor. I just think I definitely they found think, a good idea. I think there's a race factor. Well, I think that you can I think you can claw for a race factor. But I don't no, think I mean, that I think, there's a race found, factor. I think they could have found other people that weren't black to do the same type of like they could have a Woody Allen documentary, or they could have anybody. But would you? Else. Ca- but uh, not me. But it's Michael Jackson. I wouldn't care. As a journalist, as a as a movie maker, as a as somebody out to get somebody, like if I'm looking out to get somebody, and I have Woody Allen or Michael Jackson or Harvey Weinstein or whoever, I'm going Michael Jackson, and and it's not even close. So what you do? And race Trump don't have nothing to do with it, huh? Donald Trump. Yeah, give me a Donald Trump one for sure. Yeah, give it to me. Where is it? Maybe it's, you think maybe that, a little, you think that it? Yeah, you probably can't do that because he's the president. I don't think Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump was hooking up with little boys. No, but like, he was pissing on him in Russia, and he was. Well, that's cool. Okay, but that's legal nah. activity. Like that, no, it's not. It's not. It's not legal activity to have them video it and then you're. Like trying to blow an election because of that. No, he's very, 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 very corrupt. Let's not minimize. No, I Donald know Trump's he's corrupt, but corrupt, he wasn't hooking up with little boys. That's yeah, yeah, that's the, that's sexual, the second sexual to murder. Nature. Yeah, the sexual nature has a lot to do with everything. You're right. The fact that yeah, so yeah, no, but give me the Donald Trump one. I'm, I'm boy. You know, man. I need that in my lifetime. I need that Donald Trump one. I need Those. that that big old Donald Trump documentary to come out 30 years from now it's coming out it's coming out did you um did you see r kelly how stupid would i have to be to do that i'm fighting for my fucking light why because for one i beat my case when you beat something you you beat it you were quick we can't double jeopardy me like that you Mm -hmm. can't it's not fair it's Mm -hmm. not fair to nobody when you beat your case you beat your case why would i well i'm I'm, how stupid would never held r kelly with all I've been through in my way, way past, to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said, 
Why, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you're holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit okay. playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you, after watching uh, that interview, or right, some of it, um, I... This was my thought. Man, a, a dude, somebody going to jail will say anything. Yeah. That's what came to mind. Because you know what was funny? Earlier, or actually, in like early in that documentary, what I saw was that man was like, yeah, they can't touch me. I'm nice. You know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I got me out here. Man, got a glass of Hennessy and a cigar and his little top hat, some glasses on the inside. You can't touch me. I'm mm -hmm. untouchable. They thought they had me, but they don't. Da, 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 da. And then that man... Man, you, uh, you know, like just going crazy on TV because you're going to jail. That's why. He, he Humble him. yourself. Uh, it's tough. I don't know who his publicist is who told him to put on that fucking minstrel show. And he, you you got to calm down. You're going to make people mad. And then they're going to really want to put you in jail for a lot longer than what they're already going to put you in jail for. That's how I feel. I think it's funny that Oprah and her little homegirl is the two that's kind of like beating the drum. Because Oprah was interviewing the two Michael Jackson boys and now Gail um, interviewing R. Kelly. I don't know what Oprah little deal is. People was coming for her too, like Oprah. Like, that was a lot. I see that online a lot too. Like, Oprah, why, you know Harvey Weinstein's bad. Why didn't you do anything? I hate that though. I hate that example. I don't want to be the that guy, Raj. Trust me, I don't. The one who says, well, won't you Harvey Weinstein? I don't want to be because I think those people are kind of dumb. But... I think the argument's kind of dumb, but there is a little bit of validity to the race factor. But I'm not going to keep using Harvey Weinstein as the example, because that sounds stupid. I think it's, I mean, you know, you got, that. Oh, it's Oprah. It's, I mean, is Oprah supposed to say, nah, that's black people. I'm not doing that. Is she supposed to say that? that but I mean, be, Oprah don't. expect from Oprah? Okay. So the thing about Oprah is she's kind of like Obama. She can come in and out of the when and do whatever she wants she didn't even have to right. be involved with this oprah don't do shit all the time she came out specifically for this to be a part of this so that's kind of what took people aback like damn oprah this is what you're stepping back in the spotlight for not to run for president in 2020 you coming out to fucking condemn michael jackson i thought that was your boy you know that kind of thing what if you what if what if you found out that your boy i mean I'm not saying some people feel like they have, no, I mean, no, not me. Your other boy um, <laughs> was doing some and you you was you was with him the whole time. Like I'm with him. I'm in I'm at I'm doing these things. We having weekend events. We we having a good time. Like I'm I'm buying sections. We doing all of these things that we do together. All to find out 30 years later or however long later, man, that man was doing some wild shit. Would you not be an advocate for it? Would you not feel played that that man had you involved? Yeah, in but that? I don't like, know if I'm going on air to kind of like air him out after he died, though. That's all. I, I, I have a, I've had a situation like that in life where a guy, uh, an acquaintance of mine that I felt like I knew, like 
was kind of like his chick was like, oh, that nigga, like he put hands on me. He beat me up. And we was like, man, shut up. No, he didn't. I know this dude. And then some years later, he was with another chick. And that chick was like, yeah, he beat me up. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I honestly didn't believe the first chick. Now I'm kind of like, damn, okay. I, ee, maybe he did. You know, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, it, it's, these things, it's it's a tough situation when you know somebody personally and you don't feel like they got, them in it, got that in them. But you never know what's in the hearts of men, you know? Michael Jackson yeah. probably put up a good front. He's a good actor. You've seen The Wiz. He's on down. He's on He's on down the road. Don't you carry nothing that might be a load. Won't you ease on down, get on down, down the road. That. That way. Mike. It sounds like a, a Michael a goodbye Michael Jackson podcast. <laughs> well, then let me tell you what burned my boot at, man. The first thing that burned my boot at this week is, you know, I love and I respect when kids that I used to teach go to college. I love that shit. That's like, you know, obviously I'm a teacher. I want these, I want these kids to go to college. But it burns my boot at when I see them in fraternities that aren't my fraternity. Hmm. They hop up online and they doing like Kappa steps or they sticking their tongue out and they being alphas and they all about it or they being cute dogs and they hopping and barking. Like, that's cool. But um, I like the fact that you're in college, but that's lame and I, I think you're lame. Why that's Burst lame? Because they're not in my fraternity, okay? I think, but they didn't want to. I don't think. I don't. I mean, did you go to the college and be like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" Or whatever y'all call each other. <laughs> a lot of times, this my I, man's right here. Okay. No. Look out I, for him. When they were in high school, I used to be like, you know, hey, yeah, this. You're right. I'm gonna be quiet because I really didn't. I didn't no. pave the path after like middle school yeah, and high could, school. I didn't. I could right, have. So they get. I could so have paved they the get path to, better. Yeah, they get to college and. You know, them boys don't holler at him. Your, your, boy, your boys don't holler at him. But the other dudes do. And that's that's where he finds his footing. You know, I, I don't I don't see that. It's not supposed to burn your booty. Unless you did something, you influenced them enough. You did enough. And I don't think you did enough. Telling them in middle school to be, to be in your fraternity is not enough. Damn, that's a good point. We're gonna we're gonna stricken from the record that I said that burned my boot down. <laughs> You're right. It's dog. actually brown good. You know, yeah. whenever my brother, whenever we used to Crispy like, let's say in. if we put toast in the toaster <laughs> and and we take it out, and I'll be like, man, oh damn, that's burnt. My brother used to say, nah, it's brown good. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna say that your boudin is brown good. On that one, okay, okay. So let, let's just keep it in the classroom. I used to hate kids who write or uh, who wrote dick or pussy or ass on things in school. Like when you open a textbook and it say dick on the on a page. Or if you look mm-hmm. on the side of a desk and it say ass or shit. Why? Mm-hmm. Were you ever that kid, Raj? Uh no, I was never the kid to vandalize stuff. Um I but I will tell you, here's my rebuttal. I feel like this theme of burning of burn burns my boudin is I'm gonna come with something that maybe it shouldn't burn your boot in. Like, I'm going to come with that. So, <laughs> I remember vividly cursing for no reason as a kid. 
<laughs> just cur- just shooting out curse words because I was like, I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm 12 years old. Fuck. Shit. You know, like I'm literally just blurring out curse words anytime that authority is not around. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I feel Damn. like I, I'm I'm okay with with you know like if people some people are auditory learners and some people are visual learners and some people might just want to write that shit down and not say it like I'm thinking it you know like we all thinking it whenever we were kids let me let me jot it down let me scratch it into the desk like, okay because I, so I, I don't want to say it I'll take your word for it and and you just made me think about the fact I got in trouble one time at Saint Edward's for writing S A X on a piece of paper and passing it to somebody and. Yeah, I don't know why I thought where I got the idea about sex at, and I spelt it all wrong, but I got in trouble, and I remember they sent that home, like Alan was writing sex on a piece of paper. Saxophone. Sex. Mom. I want to play the sex. Sex, Fifth Avenue. Mom. Duh. (laughs) I like my favorite football players, you know, uh, Randall McDaniel. He gets a lot of sex. Right. I want to play for the Chicago White Sex, you know. White Sex, <laughs> you know. One, two, three, four, five. Sex, you know. I could have been misspelling <laughs> anything, right? You, no, okay. I, I, I get where you're going there. Um, but I'm they not told talking us that about... we could wear jeans or sl- or sex. <laughs> Mom, I wasn't talking about sex. I was talking about I went in the bathroom and I told all the boys to pull up their pants and stop showing their sex. No. That no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Michael Saxon was like, spread your cheek, let me see your sex. Okay, um, so no, I'm not talking about elementary people. I'm talking more like high school and middle school. That I don't give a shit if you're auditory or visual learner at that point. It's not right dick on the side of the textbook. That's stupid. Yeah, me- Okay, so middle school is where I was talking about that. I'm oh, really? That's when you would just yeah, say that's when you just cur- fuck. I was cursing in middle school. Like, I'm saying middle school freshman. Let's say that. Middle school un- underclassman. That's when I was cursing. Now, whenever I got to junior and senior, I wasn't doing, you know, I was trying to do other stuff, you know? But I wasn't... I you was trying to have sex. I was trying to have sex. I was trying to figure out how the hell to get out of the damn house. That's what <laughs> I was trying to do. Um, And yeah, so, nah, middle school for sure. For sure, for sure. I was... Cursing for no reason. So, no, I don't see anything wrong. I do see something wrong with vandalism, but I don't see anything boudin burning about it. Still, that burns my boudin. Um, <laughs> another thing that burns my boudin, people who live off their high school or college gas. Like, I think it, I think at this mm. point, I think, I think 10 years after said graduation or finishing of whatever it is, I think it's over. Like... Hmm. I mean, I've seen pictures recently. Like, I see people p- th- posting, like, throwback pictures all of the time and this and that and the third. And I'm like, nah, dog, get over it, dog. Like, you graduated high school 20 years ago. You can't keep, like, running that, like, man, that's live. I was live. Like, you're not live me, anymore. I, You've been I wanna, le- okay, you so haven't been live you. more time in your life than you were live. You were live for I wanna, six years, and you haven't been live for the last twenty. Let's just put it that way. I wanna, I wanna say I agree with you, but let me tell you, let me tell you what burns my boudin even more. Okay, because I feel like it hits a little closer to home for me. 
and I feel like it should hit somewhat home for you too, is I don't like when people don't respect my gaseousness of where I'm at now compared to where I was at in high school. You're so glowing. whenever you still treat me, yeah. you still treat me like, okay, so basically you probably have to live off of your high school gas to be able to do this. So that <laughs> starts there. But whenever you don't respect my adult gas, especially being better than my high school gas, when you don't, when you don't respect that, that, that burns my booty. You need to, you need to respect I mean, this dude, I saw this guy, I'll never forget it. Now, it was a couple of years ago. It was, you know, like a, like 10 years ago, let's say. So I might have been five years out of high school, but I'm way cooler than I was in high school. I'll say that. I'll admit to that. And I was in like Sam Goody, FYI. I don't remember what. I was in like a CD store. And <laughs> I saw Tower the dude. And, <laughs> I, was, I saw the dude. I was in Blockbuster. Music, uh, music. music so vision, anyway, go Anyway, I saw the dude, and the dude was like, like I was like, oh, what's up, bro? You know, like I'm like, I'm I'm kind of cool now, you know. So I'm like, what's up, my dog? You know, like whatever, coming at him way differently than I would have came at him yeah. in high school. And he was like, you know, like that's how he came at, like with a little tisk. And I'm like, oh, well, it's really not that important for me to talk to you. I was just kind of sure, flaunting a little bit of my gaseousness now. Yeah. But cool, since you since you still living off your high school flames. I don't need... I'm good. Yeah. You just don't know. You're going to see me somewhere, though? You're going to see me somewhere, and you're going to want to holler at me. You're going to see me doing something that you're going to want to be involved in, and I'm going to be like, Tss. Huh. <laughs> That's all I got. No, I mean, I. it's such a it's such a real, a real, real phenomenon. We used to... Uh, one day, me and this podcast brought to you by Duff... I'm going to bring Duff around one day and I'm going to talk about the back home phenomenon. We used to have a thing called the back home phenomenon. It just means that when you were in college, you could be like, back home, I used to do this and this and this. And then the converse of that is when you go back home from college, you could be like, boy, at school, we be doing this, this, and this. You can always make up who you are like around a different group of people. You can talk about how live you are amongst different people than, than the current people you're with. Um... And it kind of it kind of goes into that. I think that I used to tell this to kids when I was teaching a lot that you don't have to smoke weed in the seventh grade, in the eighth grade. I I don't know how candid I used to tell them. I can't really remember, but I used to be like, dog, when you get to college, you can smoke weed. You just got to get to college. Like get to college, you can go blow trees all day. Why like, gives a shit? Some people get in trouble, and I told them life lessons about that, or. You're trying to smash something. You know, some of the people who went to high school with me smashed something and they got them pregnant. And now they got grandchildren and they in their mid-30s. You know what I mean? Like, you can wait. And as a rule, I just think it's liver to continue to get liver as you grow up. That's cool, right? Like, you're supposed to be cooler at, I, I don't know, Right? Roger, am I, th- am I saying something wrong there? You're supposed to be cooler at 40 than you were at 15. I think, I think, so no, okay, so I agree with you. I agree with you, but I want to put it a little bit different. I think there's a certain age, um, and and we haven't, we haven't reached that age yet where you get to OG status. Okay. So I think you can be cool, but I think you could be a 40-year-old OG. I don't know if me and you will be 40-year-old OGs. We might yeah. still have some life left in, in us, you know, like at 40. I think we still, I don't think we'll be done yet. 
I think we'll be still like kind of approaching our climax of cool. And then you might plateau for a little while at OG status. You know what I mean? And then you start to kind of decline once you get old. But yeah, definitely you're supposed to get cooler. You're supposed to find your way after after school, you know, after after high school. You're supposed to start working out, you know, yeah. and be and be this podcast is brought to you by Terrence Brown. You're supposed to be Terrence Brown, you know, like and find your way. Or like you're supposed to be um, you know, your boy Jeremy, that the one that used to hoop and be throwing all type of little basketball shits, you know, like putting together AAU teams and like make your mark and be cool like that. And then eventually you get to where like you're the OG and you're really not that cool no more, but whatever. Um, but yeah, no, nah, you, you can't live off of high school. Once high school is over with, you can't live off of that gas no more. Uh, or you're a whole clown. One, like, either you're going to do it and you're a whole clown, or you're going to progress and be regular like the rest of us. But you could really even, like I say, high school or college. Like, there's people who were like, you know, I was on the team in college, man. I was nice, but I was the best player and everybody knew me in school. Hmm. You can live off of college gas, depending on how gaseous your college uh, rise. How long can you really live off of? How long can you? Oh man, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about this to, podcast. Not, I'm, yeah, this I'm podcast is brought to you. Go ahead. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Jay Mitch. Jay Mitch can live off of college gas for the rest of his life. One hundred percent. That's that's where I'm going with that. You win. You do something special. You if you do something special in college. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know exactly where the threshold is. But if you do something that's deemed to be special, you can live off of that for the rest of your life. I agree. That might get you a In job. In that circle. That might. But my point is, okay, so if you won a state championship in football when you were in high school and you were the quarterback, can you live off that gas your whole life? Never. No But way. you're telling me that if you won a national championship for college sports that you could. Yeah. So I Vince am. Young, that's what I'm saying. Vince Young could live off that U- UT gas his whole life, but somebody who was like the man in high school couldn't. Exactly. Okay. Unless that the person decides, unless that person lives in a very small town, like very very small town, a la Friday Night Lights. That's what I was right? thinking too. Like, yeah. So unless that person lives in a very small town and decides to get into education hmm. and teach at that same school in that same circle, um. But I do think, yes, Vince Young, down is... the, if Vince Young decides to be, um, to do something associated with the University of Texas, he'll, he, uh, he, okay. he'd, be, he'd be very important. Okay, so I agree. He but I think the conversation is veered a little bit because I'm not, not think we started talking about a- athletic achievements. And I think in reality, I'm not talking about athletic achievements. I think where we started this was more so talking about just being cool. Like you're the cool. I was cool in high school. I was cool in college. Like I think the definition is what you said. Like you can plateau at cool. Some people plateaued at at cool at seventeen years old and never got cooler. I agree. I think if I think you even if you're that cool. You gotta eventually turn that coolness into something tangible. Yeah, like a business, preach, or or a lifestyle that people can follow. But it can't just be ha. I'm, I was I was very very cool in high school, or maybe even want to sport. Like high school is to me is different. But yeah, I I did this, I did that. I was cool, and I'm living off of that. But I work in a off regular show. job, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah I work off like. But I'm coming back home. I'm I'm cool. Nah. Eventually, you're not like it's gonna be very short lived. Yeah, 
I mean, which is how it should be, right? Like those people who was like the super duper book nerds who didn't went to school and did this and that, did that, and and now they like neurosurgeons or lawyers or whatever it is, and and or they become politicians, whatever. They're cooler. They're fucking cooler. They're cooler they cool. because the long rule, the long they played the long game, and now they now they going on trips and and they and they posting pictures where they headed to Dubai and they sitting on um on fucking what's 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 that? I was about to say Lufthansa, but that's not who I meant. Um, they flying Emirates and they sitting sleeping they, with the with the with the with the TV daddy on them. No, and they have legitimate hobbies. Yeah, like not just like. Uh, okay, every once in a while, I get to vi- take a vacation. I get to use my PTO, I'm, and I'm I'm a part of this crowd. I get to use my PTO to take a vacation. No, like, these boys actually have, like, hobbies. Like, I got a big fire camera, yeah. and I do photography at <laughs> weddings on the on the, uh, on the the weekend now. Or I do a podcast with my friends. Or I do a podcast, and, <laughs> and I'm nice. Like, All and it's nice. Like, it's a and, quality podcast. And my podcast. last name is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I, I was about to say tatted on my breast. Right? And I got three three of my young boys who got this thing. Um, just the last one, man, that um and this, I saved this one for you, Raj. The last thing that burned my boot ass. People who claim to look like people. Hmm. I saw that somebody post very, on very burning. I saw I saw a post on Facebook this week. It was like people keep telling me I look like Cardi B in the eyes. If y'all don't know, this past weekend was Houston official Black Girls Weekend. Because Friday night, there was a Cardi B concert at the rodeo, which set the record for rodeo attendance um, at, at a rodeo concert. Um, people from all over, Black Girls was there. And then Saturday, Michelle Obama had a, um, I guess, I don't know what she was doing, talking to people in Houston. A seminar. That yeah. sounds very Michelle Obama-ish. So they like one night was out there, um, you know, talking, saying all kind of nasty shit that um, that Cardi say. Pussy smell like potpourri. And then the next day they was reading books with their legs crossed. Um, Isn't that funny? Right? That's hilarious. So it was Houston winning weekend. But somebody had to, because Cardi B was in town, I guess that's why they had to say it. I look like Cardi B in the eyes. And it made me think about your favorite thing, Raj. Don't I look like Reggie Bush? <laughs> Hold on, I don't know anything about this. Hold Refresh up. my memory. Stop. Stop it. I'm going to buzz out the name, but... I never saw that. Boy had a whole album online. I think I look like Reggie Bush. With pictures of Reggie Did you Bush. Hear that deep breath? Then him. And him. Reggie Bush, then him. Man, all right, all right. Don't come... Okay, all right. You came for my man. So look. <laughs> I think... I think... I think that my okay, so like I feel above, I feel above a lot of people on the internet as far as actions. Uh, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else, but I'm just, I do feel like my actions are very cautious on the internet. Certain things you wouldn't, do. but I also, I so a lot of things that I just would not do from a a rote perspective. But I do think that some people have done things on the internet that are whole clown shit. <laughs> Um, you know, that might have turned into something. I applaud people that might take a chance. I just don't think that that's one of them. But, but there was there was a doppelganger week. I don't know if you remember that, like unofficial doppel doppelganger week. I I don't like when people say they look like people. 
But if you ever go to my Facebook and you look at my profile pictures, there's this picture of Michael Jackson that I promise you, you will be like, when did you take that picture? And I also respect whenever people think that they look like other people that are tangible. Yeah. So I have seen, I already just podcast brought to you by Lil Mac. I have seen pictures of Lil Mac <laughs> that I was like, I don't remember taking that picture. Eh, yeah. I know. I, I respect gotten, those. I've gotten at least two or three of people I'd never seen before, but like somebody would be like, damn, Al, that's you. And and when you look at the picture, like, oh shit. Like I didn't had I didn't had a James Harden right out of college, just growing his beard picture that I looked at like, damn. I really thought that was me. Like but somebody you didn't said it. it to me, like, really thought that was me for a second. I think it's I think it's okay to post it. I think it's okay to post it and maybe no, just it's like not write okay to something. have an album though. Not an album. No, that's bad. That's bad. It has to be tangible. Now, I, the fun one of the funniest things this podcast brought to you by Fred. I don't know, remember Fred's last name right off the top of my head, but Fred went to college with us. Fred used to have an album on Facebook called "People Who Look Like People." That is fantastic, but he stopped doing it, and he would just take pictures and of he people. Also, in Reggie Bush, yeah. But he would have a whole bunch of just random people who look like people. No, it'd be like you, and then it'd be somebody who you was like, oh, shit, I don't look like that person. But you kind of look like that person. And he'd just have random people who look like people. Like you, you know, this is kind of on the same page. Let me ask you if this has ever happened to you, because it's happened to me, and it, I'll, this is clown stuff to me. This dude named Roger Green hit me up in my Facebook messages and was like, what's up, bro? We got the same last name. We got the same name. Um, What's up? You know, like, let's, let's be, let's be friends. You know, like some (laughs) shit like that. Has anybody named your, with your name, I just told people my name, fuck it. But has anybody with your name ever hit you up and was like, what's up, bro? We got the same name. Or have you ever hit somebody up with the same name? Yeah, that actually happened to me about a year ago. I had to actually go change my name to Alan Antoine uh, Jr. Because, oh, no, that was my dad. Yeah, so, so no, other than that. Facebook no. <laughs> no, people, like his old army buddies was like trying to friend me. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Who are all oh. these people? It's like, I'm oh. not gonna na- I'm not going to name any names, but that I... I that's a very that would be very funny in a different uh different <laughs> father son combination that I know. <laughs> Stop it! Stop that's it. a laugh for me. I'm, and I'm not putting the sound me. effect. I'm just not putting the sound effect. Oh, before uh, is right that so hey, it is what it is. What you think about? I I, I want to say this real quick. What you think about Momo? Because I want to say Man, that shit week. is freaky, bro. It's a very ugly looking thing, huh? That shit is freaky, man. It's creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's cool. Like, whatever. I just don't like <laughs> looking at shit like that. And <laughs> that's how I feel. Like, I don't I, like it's so creepy that I just didn't want to look at it. But the the thing is, so the, how the story goes is it was telling kids how to like stick a fork in the outlet and kill yourself and go turn the electricity on and kill your parents. And it would pop up on like a um like in the middle of like kids YouTube and like kid, little kids were seeing it, right? Mm-hmm. When I when I first read it, I thought this is an urban legend. And then I did a, I did my little research last week. And after everybody was posting it, because that's all people were posting about last week. 
And I actually saw a dude with it tatted on him this week. So that's how funny how the news cycle goes from one thing to the next thing, right? Um, like, it's more of an urban legend when I did the Google. And it's like, they said, this story has got way more traction than it actually exists. They're like, yes, the Momo thing popped up, told some kids to kill, each, kill themselves. Like 20 kids worldwide. You know what I mean? Like, it only got to mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like, Every kid was seeing this, whatever. And then I went to school last week and I mentioned it in front of a child. And the kid was like, oh yeah, Momo. No, it wasn't at school. I was at the um, I was at the barbershop. And I said something about Momo and he was like, oh yeah. He was like, I know what that is. It's supposed to be this woman who tell people to... Like the little boy knew about it because the teachers brought it up in school and were telling them about it. It became viral because people were so offended by the story behind it. I just don't think it would have been a big fucking deal if people wouldn't have just been running around spreading it. Um, I mean, you don't think it's cool to bring awareness to that? Like, to I absolutely like, hey, think yo, it is. Like, but that's what an urban legend does, right? When an urban legend yeah, says, yeah. like, oh, and then a hook was in the door when when the woman left and the, this crazed killer had almost got her and she found a hook when she got home when she had finished pumping her gas late at night by herself. The moral of the story was... Bitch, don't pump gas late at night by yourself, right? So they tell an mm-hmm. urban legend to make you not pump gas late at night. There's whole movies about that. Like, there's a movie called The Fucking... Oh, man, what is it called? Like, it has the, it's called The Fucking Something? Yeah, I, The Fucking. The big. <laughs> it's like The Shining, it's, but it's like The Fucking... What if The Shining was about like fucking some... Fucking at Neverland. Is that what it's called? <laughs> what, if, what if The Shining was just about some niggas? Who has some money? <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> the shining starring Birdman, baby, aka the Beatrice. In the whole movie, all the boys did was shine. <laughs> From my head down to my shoes. <laughs> From skirt no twenty two. <laughs> Uh, no uh, anyway the movie was about like this woman like she was basically contracted some STD but it was like a zombie it made her a zombie and she was going around giving it to people but the whole moral of the story the whole urban legend behind it was don't be sleeping with guys at part- frat parties and getting all blackout drunk so if the parable behind Momo is watch your kids and make sure you know what they're looking at online point perfect what perfect Great job, Momo. But for them people who feel like they got a post, well, if your kid was reading a book instead of on that tablet, shut the fuck up. That's how I feel. Those people burn yeah, my I'm tired of, I'm tired of, uh, you know, I, you know, Momo don't necessarily burn my booty. Momo, I don't like that shit. So yeah, Momo <laughs> does burn my booty. Plus that shit is weird to look at. I don't want to see that shit. But... But yeah, bro, I'm 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 actually tired of you know what burns my boot I'm tired of people thinking they know too much. Like on in, on Facebook. People just post shit and and what like what who what compelled you to be the person to share this? <laughs> Why did you share this meme? This inspirational meme or this meme to try to teach me a lesson? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. So whenever you try to tell me yeah, if you wasn't trying to get into this he was getting him in that in them books and his study his lesson. Like, come on, man. Why you? Like, why did you? Why? Who are you to be? Like, so you're going to be famous? You're going to get famous off of that? Well, then why are you posting it? 
Otherwise, use Facebook as to me what it's intended to be: an entertainment and photo album. You don't have people come over to your house. Classmates.com. You look at them on yeah, it's classmates.com. Exactly. (laughs) It is. Yeah, man. Shout out, man. This podcast is brought to you by Mo Mahmood. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Brody Fugile. This podcast is brought to you by I, I can't think of another good one right off the top of my head. A good one. Jerry, oh, Justin, Justin Thomas. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Justin Thomas. Thomas. Um, like, I like, there are some people who post, uh, this podcast brought to you by Bolo Breeze, who post stuff all the time to the point where it's like, I just like seeing what these fools go post all the time. I like that. Mm-hmm. Those people keep me on my toes. I, now, I always fact check them because I think they post anything. They don't even check to see if the shit is real. But I can appreciate somebody whose whole point of their social media is to give us information. I can respect that. Yeah, I think I think when someone I think I like when people build a reputation online. So whenever you shout out Bolo Breeze, I understand. Hmm. I hate him because he's. <laughs> Because he's a troll. A troll. He is the bitch. troll of all trolls. He is he's the person to where if Momo would come to his mind, let's say if he had the most creative, creative thought of all time, and it's Momo. The Momo, he would go through with it. I wouldn't. If I was like, man, you know, I could really like manipulate children with this little weird bird looking woman. I wouldn't go through with that. Like I wouldn't, I'd just be like, yeah, that's a crazy idea that came and passed you know, in my head, but like, there's people that would do that. And I kind of appreciate those people in that. I know that they really wouldn't try to hurt nobody, but no, but I do appreciate when people have a, when people have a persona online, yeah. I like, I like that. He the but same. they got some people that's just so far off. That's just like, <laughs> I'm trying to be Stephen A. Smith Thomas. on Facebook. <laughs> I, I had that, a whole nother I don't like by, that. about that. People with big heads, figuratively, and or literally. Now, objectively speaking, I have a big head. But I'm talking about motherfuckers who big head motherfuckers. Boy, big head motherfuckers bother me. Stephen A. Smith is right. I know every goddamn thing. That bothers me. Story about Bolo Breeze. For our 10-year class reunion, we walked into the bathroom. I was taking a piss, and then I washed my hands. Bolo Breeze walked in, took a piss. He washing his hands. We talking. We see somebody taking a shit. Bolo Breeze proceeds to turn off the lights and lock the door. Yeah. And then what? And then they walked out, just walked out, left the dude in there with the lights off in the bathroom, taking a shit. Yeah. Mm. Bowler Breeze kind of. Let me tell you, let me tell you one more thing that burns. So Facebook burns my boot amp, and usage of Facebook burns my boot amp. And I just scrolled through just so I can refresh my memory. One thing that burns my boot amp is whenever you're one of those people that um, try really hard to post a lot and be active. And you don't get more than 10 likes. I'm going to give you 10. That's a low standard. Yeah, that is you don't get standard. more than 10 likes on your shares, or on your posts, or on your inspirational memes. Stop. <laughs> it's not important to the people. Like, we we saw it, but we don't really care. I have, I have a respect like. for people who can keep going, though. I don't. Why? What are you doing? Like, what's the purpose? Fuck it. That means they're basically saying, man, I don't care if nobody can. <laughs> So I don't care if you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time and you're taking up useful feed. Why is it on my feed? Why are those people on my feed? I don't know, man. 
You might have something to do at night. Shit, you might have something to do at de- during the day. Now cue up that music for nothing nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. Ain't nothing nice. You hear me? So when I think about uh, Native Americans, I think about Geronimo or like Sitting Bull, Sacagawea, Pocahontas or something. And the image I see in my head, while it may be mad stereotypical, is the like the Washington Redskins logo. Or less specifically, I think of a chief with war paint on, face painted red with a feather in the back. You know what I'm saying? Some some barrettes and shit and ready to go ham on General Custer or scalp some Navajos or trade with the Sioux or something. Now, I googled the meaning of the red war paint, and it symbolizes blood, violence, and energy. Boy, it's been using that for hundreds of years, and it's part of their heritage that people identify with them. Another thought that comes to mind is the movie Braveheart. The most iconic image from that movie is Mel Gibson with the blue and white face paint talking about, They'll never take our freedom. <laughs> that might have been Sean Connery on that, whatever. Now, that shit is historically inaccurate because William Wallace never donned that face paint. But they were alluding to when the Scottish Picts wore blue face paint to scale off the Romans. Again, historically accurate, and it's their own thing. Now, check it out. This week, I was reading an article about Mardi Gras, because I can't go, because I live in Texas. So, fuck y'all having all y'all fun in Mardi Gras, but I digress. The article was asking for the ban of the black face paint that the Mardi Gras Indians use in the Zulu parade. For context... The members of the Zulu Social Aid and Pleasure Club in New Orleans have painted their face black and worn caricatured Zulu tribe costumes on Mardi Gras for over 100 years. The costumes pay homage to the Zulu people of Southern Africa, who in the late 19th century drove out British colonists. The first members of the Zulu crew wore their version of the traditional garb since they were too poor to afford masks. They mimicked the Zulu war paint to comply with city rules that carnival parade participants had to hide their identities. So in this case, the Mardi Gras Indians in the Zulu parade, is their tradition too. But it seems that two people have a problem with it. White folks and hoteps. Ain't that some shit? Let me address y'all one at a time. Hoteps, stop being so fucking dramatic. I get it. Blackface is not the accepted in the customs of the Zulu parade may cause you to pause and say that blackface in any form should not be condoned. But listen, black makeup is not the same thing as black face paint or black or blackface. If black people want to dress up like other black people, we can do that. I don't need your whole tepian morals placed on everything. And as for white folks who say y'all shouldn't wear blackface because we can't, well, listen, you should... Like the same people who ask, I mean, you sound like the same people who ask why they can't use the N-word or why they can't dress up like thugs for Halloween. Everything is not for you. I won't be painting my face blue to pretend to be Scottish. And I won't be painting it red to pretend to be Native American. You shouldn't paint your face black to try to be black because it looks stupid. You're not welcome to do it. And the precedent has been set that we think it's racist. Your continued attempts to rationalize doing it is weak. And honestly, I can't understand what your infatuation with doing it truly is. Oh, wait, I do know. But I'll keep that to myself. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about why can't y'all do it when we can't type of people trying to cause an uproar because their privilege doesn't buy you access to everything. So I won't say nothing at all.
So, Raj, you miss Mardi Gras too, man. Would you even have made it to the Zulu parade? Um, n- no. I've never went. No, except for like I've never went since I was really young because it's too early in the morning. It's like six, seven. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have made it. The Zulu ball is what I'll be gunning for over the Zulu parade. I'm way. I'm. I like balls more than parades. That's funny. Pause. No, I so really was I gonna like, let uh, you not pause. <laughs> I rather, I much rather go to like um, a, a a gala with pause. balls. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I'd much rather go to like a, a dance of sorts um, than go to a parade. I'm not real big. I don't even. I never really understood the point of a parade. Like, I'm. What am I out there for? Like, I'm not. I don't care about acquiring beads. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, I don't care about that kind of I went to a parade about three years ago with uh, me and this podcast brought to you by Wade Hayes, the uh, the rookie. We went to, we went to a parade just because we was in Lafayette and I hadn't been to one in ages. So I just wanted to go to a parade because I hadn't been to one. I caught about three, four beads and I was like, why am I, why am I even trying to catch beads? Why am I walking around out here? It's cold. So I get it. Yeah. It's not the same allure yeah, as I when would we much- were kids. No, not at all. I mean, it was cool to catch as many beads and be like, like you see your friend, you got you got eighty beads on, and then you see your little white friend down, like you're walking down the road with your mom and him, and he got a thousand beads on, yeah, a and few. a and a big a big stupid one, like his daddy got a big stupid something retort, like just one with titties on it or something like that, you know, like just something crazy, and then you're like, damn, you know, like he did Mardi Gras better than me. We used to. We I don't. Used to I don't have that same feeling. We see like a point for a bead, like two points for a fire bead, two points for a doubloon, five points for a cup. We used to have a little a little point system, man. Try to get it in. For some reason, doubloons. I used I had a I had a thing for doubloons. Doubloons is live. I like I like doubloons. Cutting if you had like this whole like if you could have like doubloons that say nineteen eighty nine and the loser parade, that shit would be live right now. And like if you had a right? whole handful of like hundreds of these that you could like decorate something with like put them under a little glass on a tabletop that you could have somewhere in your house or decorate something Man. with a real home improvement that should be dope so yeah doubloons you're making me are very upset that i didn't collect more doubloons as a i kid. feel like your mom probably got some doubloons in a in an attic or a closet somewhere and my, if not my, your mom my people would never my oh. people were never huge on doubloons she was nice <laughs> like she, she was nice with the beads <laughs> You know for a fact that your mom was not a doubloon person. She wasn't a doubloon uh, woman. She was more of a... Uh, a doubloons She was more of a, a doubloons woman. Yeah, she was more of like nice bees. We had nice, be- like real nice quality bees. We'd throw out all of the regular ones, you know, like just the little circles. And we'd have a bunch of like nice ones with little jokers on them and stuff like that. So we always had nice bees. Yeah. But not... A whole stack of doubloons. Like my mama wasn't reaching because you to catch it to get a doubloon. You essentially, you have to get it off of the ground. You have you to grab it, it off of the ground. You didn't catch it. You, yeah. yeah, it's not no. a lot of doubloons. My mama being wasn't caught. collecting doubloons. I was more the doubloon person. Like I thought a doubloon was special. Like I saw bees, 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 and then all of a sudden, one parade, one special parade. I saw a doubloon, and I'm like, hold up. If you're this from Louisiana, new. you know when the bees go out, it sound like. When the doubloons come out, it's like, you can hear it. You can hear mm-hmm. the doubloons like in the air. And then they all, 
Jenny in the ground. Yeah, it's like a fucking casino. Yeah, you're right. The balloons is always the shit. You can't catch a doubloon. You've caught a doubloon before. You just probably don't remember. I mean, I'm sure I've caught a doubloon, but like, I don't know if my mama's caught a doubloon as a mo- as a mother. I think I caught one with my teeth one time. Like, I, I dare. Hmm. That's interesting. That's good. Good for you. I used to hate when they would throw whole sacks of um, beads that was still in the bag. Fuckers. That's because, I mean, you, do you know how many uh, people used to just go overkill with what they would buy for parades? Yeah. I mean, they'd buy, okay, like, in actuality, I needed a thousand beads to satisfy everybody. But I bought a hundred thousand beads. <laughs> and now we're <laughs> That's what it the, was. End, the end of the parade. So we're about to dump and, this and, shit. Yeah, and we're throwing all of the non-shiny ones. You remember the non-shiny beads oh, yeah, that the, like the you can take beads. off and take on? <laughs> like, I don't want those beads. Oh, the ones you can fucking bag unbutton? <laughs> unbutton. Oh, shit. People probably don't even know those existed. Those were the sorriest fucking beads. <laughs> I don't think those beads them. exist anymore. You can unfucking I think hook them hoes with a little piece of I rubber. Think, yeah, they had like a little a little plastic tube. You like could a chew that little. On them. We used to chew that little plastic. <laughs> oh boy, Mardi, Mardi Gras nostalgia. Huh? <laughs> Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Uh, couldn't. Hey, I mean, shit. And if your Mardi Gras is the only reason you're alive, anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> you might want to move to another city. Hey, look, we'll be back in effect next week. Uh, appreciate y'all kicking it with us, man. Go check out everything that we got going on. Um, I'm not saying nothing about our sponsors now because they're not being—they're not giving me no farm or um, say so yet. So I can't tell you about nothing, man. Don't don't buy nothing until we say so, man. That's all I'm telling you right now. We're gonna. We're gonna put it like that, man. So Edo's, man. Let's shout out oh. Edo's, man. Yeah, but yeah, this podcast. Edo's Cajun Cocina. I know, yeah. I know. I know we didn't did it before, but this podcast brought to you by Edo's Cajun Cocina. Ron, the Ron on the wall, the dude I thought was Ron. I appreciate y'all for all the love. The, the dude, Harry. The dude who I thought is Ron. This uh shout out this podcast brought to you by La Maison. Now I don't know where you could get La Maison right now, but shout out, man, GQ one time, man. Uh Doing some, doing some, some real major consulting with the brand. So, uh, yeah, shout out to that man, man. And podcast brought to you by um, something great T-shirts, man. They, they trying to help us to get these BFW T-shirts off the ground and get these in y'all hands. So, that's gonna be real happen- happening real soon as well. So, y'all stay tuned, man. Best friend weekend, huge year coming, man. In the works. One hundred <laughs> nine.